0: quick guys I just want to say I'm a little slow on this episode today um I have worked night shift for like two to three nights straight and I'm absolutely exhausted so my words may slur we may stumble we may just be a mess today so I'm human be human with me let's enjoy this mess of a podcast today Hey, all you spooky listeners. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Morbid Curiosity, a true crime podcast. I'm your host, Nicole. I'll be taking you through some of the most heinous, shocking, and morbid crimes, including, of course, the paranormal. Listener discretion is advised. Don't forget to check me out on Instagram at period period tc podcast. Where you can find photos related to our cases including crime scene photos on occasion of course with the exception of post-mortem photos thank you for tuning in enjoy hey everybody welcome back for episode number 25 i want to know what everyone is doing and being for halloween join me on facebook You can find us, look us up by the podcast name, and then Instagram as well, which is um, Morbid, period, curiosity, period, T, as in Tom, C, as in cat, podcast. So let me know what you're doing. I want to see some costumes. I think it would be kind of cool to share, right? So this episode is going to be kind of like a special. So, like a, you know, a three-fur, if you will, or technically a fourfer. We're going to do um, haunted dolls. Um, unfortunately, whenever looking these dolls up, they don't really have that long of a backstory for me to do just one episode on one specific haunted doll. So I found four interesting haunted dolls that we're going to go over today. Our resources will be listed in the podcast description. And photos are already online on Instagram. So let's get into it. So everyone by now should know about annabelle the doll um annabelle the doll um kind of came from got famous from ed and lorraine warren um so they started their cases pretty much their careers in northeast like traveling around cities investigating hauntings demonic possessions etc etc Um, So, in 1952, the Warrens founded the New England Society for Psych Research. This will become important later. They conducted many private investigations into paranormal activity, possessions, you know, all kinds of spooky dooky stuff, right? So, one of their most popular cases to this day was the Annabelle doll. Now, according to the Warrens, two roommates, who were nurses, claimed that their Raggedy Ann doll was possessed by a spirit of a young girl killed in a car accident. Alright, so let's back it on up just a little bit. So, our story pretty much begins with two friends who were in nursing, kind of like nursing students, I guess. They were preparing to graduate from college, and they were living together. Um, So, their names were Donna and Angie. So, Donna's birthday was coming up. Her mom decided to get her a pretty decent size, this thing is huge, um, a Raggedy Ann doll to give to Donna as the birthday present. So, after the celebrations, Donna, you know, of course, was like, oh, thanks, you know, whatever. And she put the doll on her bed as a decoration and, I guess, a reminder of her mother as well. Now, like any of us do, you get a stuffed animal. I don't know why we do this, but we always stuff it on the bed. Like, put it on the bed as decoration. I literally have, like, two or three on mine. And I'm 27. So, uh, you know, anybody can do it. But, uh, yeah. So, she was just keeping it on her bed. And a couple of days later, some really strange shit started happening, right? So, they noticed little the the doll started moving around a little bit. No one was home at this time they weren't pranking each other they weren't moving the doll supposedly you know Um, there was no one moving it it was just moving so at first of course it started with the small movements maybe like a arm or like you know tilted over you know little things but as time went on the doll seemed to teleport to different rooms um it'd be in the bedroom and it appear in the living room. Like it was just like hello kind of thing. They were obviously probably a little freaked out, but decided to just ignore what was happening, as most people would do, and simply just move it back. They just put it back on the bed and was just like, yeah. Right? So as a little bit more time went on, these mysterious notes started popping up in the apartment. They were on parchment paper. Uh, They would say things like, help us, or help Lou. Now, Lou is an important name in this story. Uh, Donna and Angie actually had a friend named Lou who would come to the apartment pretty frequently, hang out, spend time with them, and was there quite often. Now, as the doll continued to display strange behavior, the three of them noticed some red, wet, substances on the doll's hands like I don't some say it looked like blood maybe ketchup I don't know whatever it was was coming from the doll itself kind of almost like it injured its hands or something I'm not really sure but what was strange was Lou experienced an incident where he was really scratched on his chest like they said it was pretty deep So, at that point in time, now that someone was hurt, the girls decided to get help, try to seek out a medium to see what was going on with this doll before things started getting worse. And this is where the Warrens come in. All right, so of course the Warrens. You know, we're open to it. They came to help investigate the doll. Now, immediately, Ed and Lorraine found a demonic spirit either attached or possessing the doll. Now, they said it was the infestation period. I'll get into that in just a second. Um, now, they obviously did, I guess, witness that it was teleporting around the apartment trying to get the attention of the occupants. So, Donna and Angie now possession doesn't happen overnight um, at all it's kind of like a process there's four steps right so and it requires someone opening a door now (laughs) let me tell you what some of these are right Ouija boards are a door attending or conducting seances is a door even going on like a ghost hunt with your friends it's a door No matter how innocent one's intentions are, dark spirits will take advantage of those doors and start their four stages, right? So, now in a book, it was like 1990, right? An exorcist tells his story. This was Father Gabriel Amorth. I hope I said his last name right. He was like chief exorcist of Rome, right? Who passed away September 16th back in the day. He was like 91. Uh, now his four stages are described as such number one infestation this is like haunted house type stuff you know like footsteps voices apparitions moving furniture objects um, odors with no like source Uh, rather than directly affecting people it's more of like property objects or even animals number two is oppression oppression is activity steps up with physical attacks sleep disturbances irregular nightmares uh frequent and severe illnesses major depression anxiety uh severe financial or employment problems relationship troubles now while these things happen in you know normal life all of them happening at once or in rapid succession could be a sign of demonic presence number three would be obsession as the name implies at this stage the afflicted person has a hard time functioning being constantly preoccupied with thoughts of the demonic activity like over his or his life his or her life the family's life whatever and frequently with thoughts of suicide as well sleep becomes nearly almost impossible Now, all three of these stages can be addressed by a competence uh, minister, Uh, you know. However, the last stage is kind of reserved for official exorcists. That is number four, possessions. Contrary to popular belief, possession is not demons entering a person's body and taking over his or her soul. A person's free will is never removed, only severely compromised. In possession a person is so physically emotionally mentally and spiritually broken down by going through the other three stages that the demonic spirits are able to seize occasional control over that person's actions so telltale signs of possession include superhuman strength speaking in a language the victim doesn't know inordinate aversion to only holy objects excuse me um, knowledge of events or facts that the person just wouldn't know. And according to Diocese of San Jose Exorcist Gary Thomas, who's by the way, whose story was made famous in the book, the movie, The Right, their facial features change. Now, all three stages can be addressed, like I said, by a minister besides the last one has to be an exorcist. So, that's just kind of the four stages of possession um, for you to kind of think about. So, moving on. When they invited the warrant over. So, after they came to the apartment, they did their investigation. They even witnessed this doll levitating multiple times. Um, I don't think this is caught on, you know, documented. Um, video or whatever, but they said it levitated multiple times. They could feel intense hatred from the doll. They pretty much agreed the best course of action would to be um, obviously exercise the doll and remove the spirit from the apartment, cleanse the apartment, and be done with it. Take the doll with them. So now the only thing is why I feel like it kind of got worse is. Um, when I was doing some research you know they were looking for the medium at first right they had a medium come over and they told the, the women that it was like a young harmless girl looking for a place to you know reside you know rest her spirit somewhere and she chose it all they pretty much invite they had like a peace of mind I guess because it was a younger younger spirit supposedly um, and they were like yeah sure you can stay in that thing whatever I don't know. They invited it into the house. Um, per some research, but I don't know how true that is. So I ain't gonna I ain't gonna get into that much, but now with the exorcism though, uh there was a father cook. He was uncomfortable with the exorcism. Now I feel like um if you're uncomfortable with exercising a spirit probably shouldn't be doing it and you should probably pass it off to another exorcist who's uh, more comfortable and unwavering because that could make things worse you can get an attachment stuff start happening to you yada 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 you know it can just be dangerous um, if you're not completely confident anyway so they got the ritual done Uh, the Warrens were like we're gonna take the doll to make sure nothing else happens to anybody else And after that, there was a special case that was built for Annabelle the doll. And it remained, you know, and is still at Warren's Occult Museum. Now, um, their museum was opened up until, you know, for the public, up until 2014. It's been closed since then, it's just private. Uh, There's no trespass signs, et cetera, et cetera. Um, You can't go there anymore. Uh, don't know why. Not really sure. But, um, she's still in her case. Um, which is like a little glass case. that has a sign that says, do not open. Or, do do not positively open or something like that. Um, now on a rare occasion, though, the doll is brought to events. Which is crazy to me. Because if it's so possessed and so evil, why would you do that? Anyway. Um of course you know they bring it in the case but still it's like eh, why are you bringing it around people (laughs) um but it's pretty much just like a history like they bring it out for events they tell you the history of the doll and the warrens i guess it's a way to keep the legacy alive i'm not really sure now um the son-in-law to ed and lorraine tony spera um has care of the doll shares his experiences working with ed and lorraine At the New England Society for Psych Research for 30 years Um, like I said she's still in the case still at the museum it is closed to public you can't go but never know that could change now um, I found a quote from Hollywood reporter um, that Lorraine Warren had said and she quoted she said looks are deceiving it's not what the doll looks like that makes it scary it is what has been infused within the doll evil period. End quote. So that was Annabelle the doll. Uh, The next doll that we're going to get into is Robert the doll and most of you should have heard of Robert the doll by now. The next two maybe not so many people know but this one this one was always interesting to me so let's get into his story. So Robert the doll actually dates back to the early 1900s. I, it's so weird saying that because I was born in 94 to refer to it as so the 1900s. Is weird. Anyway, um, you know, a young boy named Eugene Robert Otto was given a one-of-a-kind handmade doll by a servant that worked for his parents in his home. Now, Eugene who called, you know, everyone called Jeannie or Jean um, named the doll Robert quickly obviously became attached to it like all little kids you know the home where Eugene lived now called the artist's house is located at 534 Eaton Street and was built between 1890 and 1898 now it was here that Eugene was given Robert the doll and where a friendship that lasted throughout his lifetime and beyond was forged Now, while he seemed like an ordinary cloth doll, the craftsmanship was actually very beautiful. Um, It wasn't long before Robert was involved in some strange and somewhat terrifying events. Uh, The first hint that something out of the ordinary was happening was one night when Eugene was only about 10 years old. He awoke to find the doll sitting at the edge of the bed staring at him. I would shit myself. I don't know about you, but I would shit myself. (laughs) Um, Moments later, his mother was awakened by his screams for help and the sounds of furniture being overturned in her son's bedroom. Uh, Eugene cried for help, begging his mother to rescue him. When she finally was able to get the door open, she saw Eugene crawled up in the bed, like we all do, probably under a blanket, um, room just in shambles. Like, overturned furniture whatever like it looked like a hurricane came through i guess and the doll was just sitting at the foot of the bed uh eugene said quote robert did it end quote now he said this and kept saying this pretty much throughout his childhood up until his demise right now did robert do it You know of course nobody really knows for sure um, why or how a doll could you know destroy a bedroom Uh, it is just a toy or so one thought Um, but the weird and you know inexplicable didn't stop though like it wasn't just a one occurrence it kept going Um, Eugene's parents would often hear their son upstairs talking to Robert and getting a response back in a totally different voice. Um, They reported seeing the doll speak and witnessing his expressions change. Get rid of it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, Oh my God. I'm so glad I don't have kids because I feel like I would be the one parent that would have a a weird child i don't know oh man anyway so you know they heard talking they witnessed they saw the doll's face change um gigglings and sightings of robert running up the stairs or um staring out the window they also reported that um the doll continued to live with Eugene throughout his lifetime, and after Eugene's parents died, he moved back into their home with his wife, Ann. Now, Eugene decided that the doll needed a room of his own, placed him in the upstairs room that had a window overlooking the street. It, it was almost like an attachment at this point, um, like the spirit or, you know, evil force inside the doll, um... It was an attachment to Eugene at this point, so Anne, of course, felt uneasy with um the doll in the house now, although she couldn't really figure it out, put her finger on it, couldn't really understand, she wanted Eugene to lock the doll in the attic where he couldn't really do anything. You know what I'm saying um Eugene agreed as you know one can imagine um and of course you know turns out robert wasn't really happy with his new room <laughs> now soon visitors to the home heard footsteps in the ad excuse me footsteps in the attic sounds of someone pacing back and forth and this really weird giggle um neighborhood children reported seeing robert watching them from the window upstairs um told accounts of the doll uh, actually mocking them as they walked to school Now, when Eugene heard this, he immediately went to investigate. Knowing that he had locked Robert in the attic, there was no way he could be sitting by the window of the upstairs bedroom where he previously was. But, to his complete shock, when he opened the door to the bedroom, Robert was there, sitting in a rocking chair by the window. And Eugene locked Robert back in the attic several times, each time discovering he was back at the window. Now, eventually, Eugene passed away in 1974, and a new owner moved into the house on Eaton Street. Their 10-year-old daughter was delighted to find Robert in the attic. You would think that the wife would have done something with the doll after the husband's passing. I don't really know why she didn't. I guess she was just kind of like, not my problem now. I don't really know. But, she was delighted. Um, and that kinda ended soon, though. She claimed that Robert was alive and the doll wanted to hurt her. She often woke up in the middle of the night, screaming in fear, told her parents that Robert had moved about the room. It wasn't long before Robert the doll was given away. And today, he lives in East Martirello Fort, where visitors from all over the world have came to see him. Now, I must say, if you go to the museum, or, you know, the place that he's housed, you have to ask permission to take a photo with Robert the doll. Because if you don't, bad things happen. Um, just not per my experience, but just per others' experiences. And they even tell you when you go see him, make sure you ask permission. We'll get into that a little bit later. But, you know, the origin of Robert, though, is like. <sighs> I don't know you know many believe that evil is you know inside of the doll um, the servant who worked for Eugene's parents you know this woman was supposedly mistreated by the bosses and to punish them um, it's believed that she cursed it all with voodoo and black magic we don't really know that's not really confirmed don't really know maybe she was just trying to be nice who knows but That also may explain the many mysterious and frightening experiences people have had with Robert, though. Um, But if so, wouldn't the haunting end when all the owners died? But no one really knows for sure. I would say probably not. I don't really know. Not my doll. I don't know. But one thing remains constant, though. Robert the doll continues to taunt and scare those who come to see him especially guests to the museum who attempt to take photos. Many have reported their cameras becoming inoperable. Um, the photos are blurry, they're bad quality, like, you know, something just happens. Now, Robert sits inside a glass case, but it doesn't seem to stop him from inflicting fear and discomfort to museum staff and visitors. Some report they have seen his facial expressions change, hearing demonic giggling, And even have seen Robert put his hand up to the glass. You can go meet Robert at the East Martello Museum. Moving on, we're gonna go on to a doll you may have not heard of. Alright guys, so we're gonna talk about Okiku the doll. Um, The doll was actually found by a man um, who bought the doll for his sister in 1918. This is in Japan. the you know current era i guess for 1918 japan was still kind of stuck in feudalism if you don't know what that is you know it's like ghosts demons vampires creatures goblins evil spirits they believed all of that was harassing normal folks right um also foxes were a sacred animal so due to all of their uh beliefs um they would have a cleansing day. So, that day would be February 3rd. You would go to a shrine. You would do rituals and practices um, at a Setsubun an event. And, you would drive the evil spirits away from you. Now, you know, of course, you know, Japan still has some supernatural legends and stuff um, that they still believe in. I think it's pretty cool. Um... But yeah so one of the things you didn't do you didn't you didn't mess with dolls um they were like a powerful instrument of magic you don't mess with dolls anyway so um he was 17 at the time his name was aikiki uh sosuki um like i said his sister okiku was two years old he got the doll for her the doll is about 40 centimeters tall has a traditional kimono um quite a beautiful doll, actually. I mean, I have pictures posted on Instagram. Go look at it. I thought she was pretty. Um, Wouldn't really think it would be haunted. You know what I mean? Now, um, she had, like, a traditional okapa hairstyle. So, like, traditional shoulder length, bangs. It was raven black hair. Her eyes were also black. Um, Now, Sisi... uh, Excuse me... So, Zuki, thank you words, um, went back home, gave the doll to the sister. The sister immediately was obsessed. Like, it was her favorite toy, carried her around everywhere. Um, Unfortunately, though, a year later, Okiku died by yellow fever. Um, She had the doll when she passed, and she was holding it. She was three years old. Now, the family wanted to bury the doll along with her, but unfortunately governmental oversight prevented it and some other circumstances. Um, Now, Okiku the doll was alternatively located in the family's altar, which is like a common Japanese practice. Um, I think it's quite beautiful. You guys can go look at all that on Google if you want. Um, There was like a small shrine that they had done to celebrate Okiku, the daughter, not the doll, the daughter, um, you know, marked her passing into the afterlife. Now, one day the family started to notice the doll's hair was getting longer you know what started at the shoulders is now past the waist it's a lot it's a lot to grow now at night they started to dream of a kiku um sometimes even the doll would you know appear um also it would appear by them by the side of their bed you know beside them in the morning eventually it turned out you know the doll was kind of haunted, obviously. Um, it was in the infestation stage, so they had a lot of hauntings in the house. Uh, lights flickering, house noises, voices, etc. Um, it would mainly get worse, though, like, towards the dates of Okiku's birthday and the day of her death. Um, but other than that, they still had stuff going on. Over time, though, they were certain... Or they believed that it was Okiku's soul that was trapped inside the doll. Because when she died, she had it, right? Um, The town shamans and spiritual leaders also agreed. I don't really know about that. I don't really believe in that. But that's what they believed. Um, In 1938, the family relocated to a different district. They had now became, you know, kind of accustomed to the doll. And the craziness that was happening inside of the house. You know, all that. They just kind of get used to it. They kind of reacted in a different way. Most people would be like, oh my god, what is happening? Kind of like with Annabelle. Um, But they were like, this is a unique opportunity to interact with some magic and um, some spirits. So, they were kind of intrigued, I guess, by it. Now, they didn't really want to take Okiku to um, the new location or district um, because... The proximity to Okiku's grave um, not to confuse you guys Okiku is the daughter Okiku is also the doll <laughs> so yeah they didn't want to take the doll so close to the daughter's grave because they were like you know that's probably fueling the magic that's going on that's how they described it so they actually went to like a local temple and was like hey um, we have this doll Can you take care of it? This is what's happening. Um, The temple actually already heard all the stories. Um, It was like a famous doll in that area. So, they were like, "Um, yes, we will take care of this doll. We definitely will. We will be happy to. So, um, they do claim that most of the stories and claims are um, indeed true. um, And the hair actually does grow. So they say, uh, the priests have sent out um, like hair samples, and um, want they wanted like more explanation. Why is this hair growing? So, uh, the scientific examination of Okiku proved proved. Guys, I can't speak. I'm sorry. I worked like two night shifts. I'm tired. Um. Anyway, so. When they got the examination done, the hair was of a human child. Still shouldn't be growing, but it was. So, they do trim the hair. The doll stays happy. It's content. Nothing crazy going on. Um, As the years passed on, the doll's fame grew. Um, She is still in the temple, I believe. Um, The last event um, that happened was when priests come to visit her or like people come to visit her um she'll invade their dreams like she'll invade your dreams kind of like freddie Krueger, i guess um also one of the tourists the last event i guess that they done um one of the tourists claimed that her mouth started opening and if you like look inside of her mouth you can see teeth like actual human teeth I don't know how true that is, but that's just what they claim. Um, Okiku is located in a private shrine. She is on display in a little wooden box. Um, I'm going to attempt to tell you what this temple is. Uh, Could not find it on Google, and I try to be respectful and pronounce things right, but sometimes you just can't find it. Um, Mananji Temple. um, It is in town of Iwami. Zawa. Um, Hokkaido, Japan. You can look it up. I tried. I looked it up. Don't come for me. Um, She is there, though. She's, you know, just hanging out in the shrine. She gets taken care of, and she's happy. It's what they say. The next doll you may also not know. Um, This one is Letta, the doll. This one's kind of creepy looking. This is what I would imagine as a haunted doll like photos on Instagram go look at it let's get into it so Letta, um, the story of the doll can be traced to a small town of Wagga Wagga in Royal New South Wales Australia it was here in the 1970s that a young man named of Kerry Walton decided to explore an abandoned house with his brother The two boys had always been, you know, kind of curious about the property. Um, Having heard countless stories of it being haunted, they just wanted to go look. Um, It was within the house that Carrie was able to make a shocking discovery. So, underneath the floors of the decaying property, he spotted something sinister. Um, At first, he thought it was a body of a child. But, of course, upon closer inspection, it was a strange doll with a really wicked grin. And I'm being serious. This doll kind of creeps me out. Um, Carrie felt compelled to bring the doll back. I don't know why, but he did. Um, it was on the long drive home to Brisbane that these brothers were to dub the doll Let Me Out. After making jokes that the doll appeared to have been moving within the sack as he was being transported um, back to their house you know um yeah that's probably why you're haunted you don't make fun of dolls just in case just don't just don't do it anyway carrie's family um were understandably like why the heck did you bring this doll back home <laughs> you know like why what why, what are you doing um it was strange it was strange it was creepy whatever um the activity seemed to follow though Um, it is said that let me out doll would move around on its own accord kind of like Annabelle right but well well I guess Robert the doll did also run around Um, but this doll left scuff marks from the shoes like it had like wooden shoes okay it's creepy It had wooden shoes, it would leave scuff marks around the house. In addition, some people had, like, um, other experiences, I guess, like, feeling sick, faint, overcome with emotion. Animals, you know, like, especially dogs, would act strange around the dog, or excuse me, around the doll, and would, like, try to attack the doll and bite it and stuff like that. You know, animals can sense that crap, you know? You got something that your animals acting weird about? Throw it out. Get, you know, give it away. Do something with it. No, don't keep it. <laughs> no. If you look at the doll, tell me what your reaction was. Okay. Facebook group, Instagram, whatever. Leave a comment. I want to see what you think about it. So there were so many strange occurrences though that had happened surrounding this ledda doll. Um, I'm not gonna keep saying "ledda me out" doll. It's a mouthful. Um, his new owners became curious as to what they could learn about the doll you know like where did you come from what did you do all this other stuff so to their surprise experts were able to date the doll back around 200 years old um, by analyzing some nails under the doll's feet it was also speculated that the doll had been handcrafted somewhere in Eastern Europe probably like Romania judging by the dolls gypsy like appearance interestingly enough the doll even has a full head of human hair why do we keep putting human hair on these dolls you're making it haunted don't do that don't do that in addition though the doll was also taken to a um, psychic for analysis the psychic came up with something to pelt yeah blah, blah, words sorry guys I really am trying today I'm just so tired the sidekick did come up with some really compelling information um, which has been like told by other sidekicks throughout the years it is said that the doll is actually inhibited by a spirit of a young boy who died a long time ago from drowning I don't believe any of that exists uh, you want my personal opinion human spirits can't linger around your energy can but residual energy um, the things that get attached to things are not of human nature that's just me anyway um it is also speculated that the doll may have been created in a boy's likeness bless that little boy because this doll oh yeah carrie was even allegedly told that he would never be separated from the doll this was put to the test when the opportunity to sell let me out arose yet carrie just couldn't bring himself to part with the doll now today letting me out doll has become um like a part of carrie's family like it stays inside of the family like an heirloom um through this haunted doll um they do like um meet and greets i think um tours and stuff it's it's crazy um but you know though the doll is haunted it is kind of creepy looking it does have a bad like a sad backstory um, which I don't I don't believe in but they say it's an innocent child spirit um, the doll is to believe to be good-natured brings luck to those who come in contact with it uh, just one you know just one reason I guess you want to meet it if you want to um, Carrie tours does occasional public appearances um you can like meet and greet, have your photo, hold the doll. Um yeah. Let it let it us have a Facebook page. You can look. Um you can follow Let it me out on social media and they post the events and stuff, I guess, you know. It's uh not something that I would want to meet and not something that I would want to hold. It's up to you. It's up to you. But yeah. Anyway, Um, that concludes today's episode. Sorry if it's a little shorter than normal. Uh, like I said, I've worked night shift, like, two or three days straight, and I'm just exhausted. And I couldn't pick a doll, because none of the dolls had enough info to make a good long podcast. So, I just wanted to bring together some of the creepier dolls that I found while doing some research. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. Stay tuned for, um our next episode number 26 I would say uh, today's 24th so it probably won't be something of the paranormal it'll probably go back to just normal crime for a little bit to give us a palate cleanser Um, other than that I hope you guys have a great Halloween please stay safe Um, yeah yeah have a good one guys stay spooky Well, guys, that's all for today's episode. Make sure you tune in bi weekly. We are every other Monday for another riveting case where I will traumatize you more than you probably already are. (laughs) So, thank you for listening. Uh, Don't forget to check out the Instagram at Morbid period curiosity period TC podcast for photos related to each case that I cover. Feel free to send me spooky crazy stories or case suggestions at morbidcuriositytcpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate the podcast on Spotify and Apple Pod or whatever you're listening to us on. Um, I do appreciate all you spooky listeners. Please stay kind, stay spooky, and for the love of God, don't murder anyone.